Last episode, we opened it with Chumbawamba's famous or infamous, depending on your take, I Get Knocked Down. I think the song actually has in parentheses, but I get up again. So that's the, the whole title. When talking about a title of a song, do you mention the parentheses? I don't know. I actually don't even know if it's in parentheses or if it's even part of the title. Write it in a comment if I'm totally wrong on that. But I seem to remember something like that. And the episode talks about why I started with that song. The song is still stuck in my head. A day later. Oh, Danny boy, Danny boy, Danny boy, I get knocked down. I don't even know if those are the exact lyrics. It's been probably 20 years since I've ever heard that song. But it's that catchy. Why is it relevant to this episode? Well, this episode is about the inner battle. One of the lesser discussed themes of the Gita is that it is a metaphor for the battle within. This battle, this civil war between a righteous side that is smaller in number and the unrighteous side that is has almost a hundred brothers all fighting against the righteous side, the actual side that has the right to the throne. That's where we get righteousness from. What is their right? And it is their right to the throne. They've been kicked out and through use of sheer force, kept out of their kingdom. That is rightfully theirs. This battle within is the battle between our intellect and our mind. Our intellect, which is smaller in number, it is the subtler equipment and our mind, which is described like a raging wildfire. You think you might have 12 things that you want, that you desire. In reality, maybe it's 10,000. And as you get more of them, like the fire, it is insatiable. A fire doesn't stop and say, you know what? I've had 100 trees. I'm done. I don't need to burn anymore. I'm full. A fire will keep going until it is stopped by some external force. And what is that external force within us that can stop, guide, discern, reason, channel the mind? This equipment that is within the Vedantic lens, and this is maybe the central contribution of the Vedantic philosophy in our just pragmatic living, is that you have these two equipments within you, the mind, which is our likes, dislikes, preferences, our emotions, and the intellect, which is our capacity to discern, to reason. The best definition of the intellect that I've come across is the capacity to see the end in the beginning. Should you date that person? Should you take this job? Should you have that fifth drink? That's the intellect jumping in. And whether the mind overpowers it or not, we all have that inner equipment. It's giving us these breadcrumbs of what we know would be better for us. What we know is a higher ideal than just our preference or emotion in that moment. The intellect is like a muscle. It must be developed. And like any other muscle, it takes a long time for you to develop it. 
But when it's developed, it guides the mind. You're no longer a slave to your likes or dislikes. Slightly cold in a room that you work in, you can control your inner dialogue to where it doesn't distract you. You feel pain, you can rise above it. You might even seek pain out, just like every gym rat that hits the weights because it's going to be a struggle. And that reorientation with pain to where it actually can benefit us, that voluntary seeking of of pain, of tearing down a muscle so that it grows stronger, that is the intellect jumping in and saying, you know what? Seeing the end in the beginning, I'd rather have firm limbs, a strong body, or I'd rather have this hard conversation with this other person because I know bliss is on the other side of it. And these two inner equipments are constantly at war. The Gita is the metaphor of this war, you sitting in between that inner dialogue, a dialogue between your intellect and your mind. These inner equipments that are never discussed in the West, like rarely ever. Modern psychology is just now getting around to what's called dual systems thinking, system one, system two. You may have heard of thinking fast, thinking slow. We're just getting around to the concept that maybe our inner thoughts are not a monologue, but a dialogue between two different perspectives, here now and the longer term perspective. And this lesser discussed theme within the Gita, that it is a metaphor for the battle within, takes this story of a warrior prince and his charioteer 2,500 years ago and brings it to every one of our lives today, wherever you are listening to this. And it could be as relevant to you an hour from now in conversation with a coworker in a tough meeting and that inner voice that says, I don't want to go to the gym today. And you think back to that episode in Daily Vedantic where it expounded on the fact that, nope, there's another voice. There is another equipment that can override this preference. So take the song, I Get Knocked Down. Sing it in your head right now. I'll pause for silence while I sing it in my head, and I'm going to curse you by reciting the lyrics, and then maybe it's stuck into your head for the next 24 hours. Oh, Danny boy. Oh, Danny boy. Oh, Danny boy. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. Sing that in your head for the next 10 seconds. While you're singing that in your head, who was listening to it? That is the intellect, observing, watching what the mind is doing, watching what the body is doing, watching what the external world world is doing with the capacity watch and observe apart from it all. That's what we're called to cultivate, to fight for. 
that is the righteous side of the inner battle. And that is the metaphor of the civil war within the Bhagavad Gita. That's today's reflection on the Daily Vedantic. We'll see you tomorrow.